Hey, it's Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. We've got some state updates for you, including Pennsylvania proving cannabis is king, Louisiana lawmakers approving medical marijuana employment protections, a Delaware update, and pigeons flying weed into prison. You won't want to miss it, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. This past week, Pennsylvania held their Democratic primary Senate race, and cannabis legalization won by a landslide. The winner of those primaries is very vocally pro-cannabis, John Fetterman, a three-time mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, and the current lieutenant governor. Fetterman's a political outsider with almost no backing from the established Democratic Party that he now represents. Fetterman won overwhelmingly with more than double the votes against the man the Democrats were heavily backing for Senate, the current Congressman Connor Lamb. Representative Lamb was the Democrats' moderate candidate who seemed like a safe bet, making no waves. But he was quite wishy-washy on matters of cannabis legalization. In the past several months, Lamb held the non-derogatory but still generically weak perspective that we should simply decline to prosecute people for possession, but falling short of supporting cannabis. He said if he were elected senator, he would vote no on the MORE Act, which is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. But the winner of the primary, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, is quite the opposite in more ways than one. In addition to not looking like your typical boring suit and tie politician, Fetterman stands six foot eight with a rough beard, and he prefers to wear shorts and hoodies to work. But he's also a man not afraid to say what he means and firmly stand behind it. As a lieutenant governor since 2018, he's spent the past four years defending workers' rights, criminal justice reform, LGBTQ progress, and cannabis legalization. He proudly flew the rainbow standard and a cannabis leaf flag from the balcony of his office in the Capitol building. In an interview with Binenstock, Fetterman used his straight-talking ways when he described Joe Biden's decriminalization-only marijuana position. He said, It was cowardly. You gotta call it what it is. Here's a hard, incontrovertible fact. When it comes to weed, the Democratic Party's platform was to the right of South Dakota voters, which is absurd. Because if you're to the right of South Dakota on anything, you need to sit down and reevaluate your life. It was cowardly before the election, and now it's straight-up embarrassing. It was this type of strong and clear cannabis support that helped Fetterman win the primary. Polls have shown that the vast majority of Pennsylvania adults support adult use legalization. And it's high time, pun intended, that politicians begin realizing that the majority of Americans, be them Democrat, Republican, Independent, or whatever, support cannabis legalization. And this type of win is a clear indication that the people are looking for their elected officials to also be clear on cannabis legalization. In a somewhat bizarre response, Dr. Mehmet Oz, who's also running for Senate under the Republican ticket in Pennsylvania, tried to appeal to the conservatives by attempting to shame cannabis support with a very uneducated view. In response to Fetterman's landslide win, Oz shook his head in disgust and said, there are not enough Pennsylvanians to work in Pennsylvania, so giving them pot so they can stay home I don't think is an ideal move. Also, I don't want to breed addiction to marijuana. It's not physical addiction, it's emotional addiction. But I don't want young people to think that they have to smoke a joint to get out of the house in the morning. We need to get Pennsylvanians back to work to give them their mojo, and I don't want marijuana to be a hindrance to that. I also don't want people operating heavy machinery and driving by me when they're taking the fourth joint of the day. There's far too much wrong with his statement to waste time going over it all, but a couple quick points to note. 
It's interesting Oz would refer to Fetterman's win as giving people pot to stay home, which makes no sense. No one's giving away any marijuana, and numbers show that people who use cannabis are productive members of society. Also, Oz's assertion that legalizing cannabis would cause young people to think they have to smoke a joint is just making things up. And it's worth pointing out, Oz has been lambasted in the press by conservatives and liberals alike for his using his doctor title to push magic weight loss pills and other worthless products for his own profit. He's publicly said astrological signs may reveal a good deal about our health. He's been called a sellout and a scam artist. And his former supporter, Columbia University, has cut all ties with him and distanced themselves. Those such as Oz who are trying to win elections based on appeal to fears of cannabis won't survive long. More Americans now than ever support cannabis legalization than don't. And education on it is growing day by day. It's just a matter of time before all politicians start to realize they must move to the side of legalizing cannabis if they want to keep their political careers alive. The Louisiana House Committee on Labor and Industrial Relations has unanimously advanced a bill last week that would protect state employees who are legally treated by medical marijuana. If passed by the state Senate, the new bill would protect state employees from negative consequences, such as being fired, if they use medical marijuana under a doctor's prescription and in accordance with state laws. And the bill would apply to all state employees, with the exception of law enforcement, firefighters, and other public safety officials. The bill would also protect prospective employees from being discriminated against for their use of medical marijuana. Tony Landry, who is an advocate with the Veterans Action Council, said, There are a lot of people who do not want to take opioids for their long-term PTSD and pain management because of the high possibility of addiction. Cannabis has proven to be a better option for them. Kevin Caldwell, who's an advocate with the Marijuana Policy Project, echoed those thoughts on the rampant opioid epidemic and said, We're seeing that for a lot of patients, medical cannabis is an exit strategy. Republican Ed Levadian from Alexandria praised the bill and suggested that even further measures should be taken to also protect those police and firefighters who have a right to cannabis medicine as well. He said, A lot of those men and women have chronic pains because over the years they've had to climb through windows and police officers have been abused. He added, We're going to have to change how we deal with medical marijuana, but this is a first step. Tony Landry also agreed with the need to include police and firemen in this type of law and said, I'm in favor of this bill and I just think we need to leave no employees behind. The Delaware House of Representatives last week rejected a bill to legalize and regulate marijuana sales, even though it got a majority of votes in support. The bill had 23 votes in support and 15 against, but it needed at least a three-fifths majority to pass, which would have been 25 votes. Representative Ed Ozienski sponsored the measure, and when it became clear that there weren't going to be enough votes to pass, he switched his own yes vote to no, which gives him the right to later call for the measure's reconsideration. So with his support, the measure would have had 24 votes in favor. But since it needed 25, that means he only needs to garner the support of one more person for it to advance to the Senate. Although even if it passes to the Senate, it would still need the support of the governor, John Carney, who's opposed legalization, but he's also said it shouldn't be decriminalized. He's declined to say if he would support this measure when it passes the Senate. Just one week ago, lawmakers sent the governor separate legislation to legalize simple cannabis possession, and the governor has until May 31st to either sign or veto the bill or allow it to take effect without his signature. Last week, we reported on several cases where drones were used to fly marijuana into prisons for inmates. In most cases, the authorities were able to track down the drone operators, although not always. In the cases where the perpetrators were caught, the authorities were able to find them by using metadata from the drones to find the owners. 
But another creative way that people have been using to smuggle drugs into prison is carrier pigeon. This past week, one was caught in Peru carrying a small baggie filled with marijuana and cocaine. The bird was caught by prison guards while it stopped for a quick drink of water just outside the guard's office, which was inside the prison grounds. The baggie that the pigeon carried contained about 30 grams of cannabis, which is within its ability to carry easily. The security officers reported that a prisoner was earlier seen feeding a pigeon, so it's likely that this was not the bird's first trip. After interrogation and a mugshot, the naughty pigeon was sent to an animal shelter to serve his sentence. He's going to be re-socialized and learn to leave behind his wicked ways. This isn't actually the first time that pigeons were used to transport marijuana into prisons. They've been caught numerous times before in places like Bosnia, Colombia, Costa Rica, Panama, South Africa, to name just a few. And believe it or not, there's been other smuggling animals found, such as cats, iguanas, rats, and mice that have been found smuggling cocaine and cannabis into prisons around the world. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.